0: I want to give you a thought this morning, and um, this is what... I'm amazed at how God just put all these sermons together. I was thinking about while he was preaching, and uh, the Lord knew what was on my heart to preach, and I'm going to preach 15 minutes just like they did, and uh, give you what God uh, would have me. I was going to preach, uh, uh, just have one message this morning, but uh, I appreciate the Holy Spirit, don't you? Amen. And, uh John chapter number 20, and I'm going to read three verses. Really, I'm going to read one phrase out of three verses just for the sake of time and then give you the thought here, John chapter number 20. Notice with me in verse number 19, notice the last phrase there. The Bible says, peace be unto you. Then in verse number 21, then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. Then look at verse number 26, and after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Father, bless this message. Thank you for every message that has been preached. And I pray that you'll continue to work in the heart of some sinner, and the heart of those who are saved. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen. I want you to notice this statement that we've read this morning. And I want you to see that uh, it's a plural statement. Uh, Je- Jesus does not only <clears throat> does He make it once or twice, but He makes it three times in this passage of scripture that we have looked at this morning and the, uh, it is of obviously it's a peaceful statement as uh, the subject of the statement is peace. Jesus is speaking peace and I want to tell you the difference between Christ uh, uh, speaking peace and me speaking peace. I can come in here this morning and I can say peace be unto you but the difference between me and Jesus is that when I say it all I'm doing is saying it. I can't give you peace. Uh, I can't produce peace. Uh, I can have peace through the Lord Jesus Christ Uh, I can tell you about peace but I cannot speak peace to your heart amen I cannot give you peace but when Jesus made this statement here he wasn't just saying this uh, but as the word of God went forth uh, it was a very powerful statement it was a peaceful statement but I believe they felt the power of peace Uh, as Jesus the prince of peace uh, the very embodiment of truth uh, when he spoke peace to them uh, I believe they felt felt peace deep down, uh, deep in their soul. Amen. Uh, I remember the day that he whispered sweet peace to me. uh, And if you're saved, you remember uh, the day that he whispered sweet peace to you. uh, And no one can give you peace uh, but thank God Jesus uh, through the word of God, a still small voice, uh, he can speak peace. uh, And it is a peaceful statement. And it is a permanent statement for the peace that Jesus spoke about. He said in John 14 and verse 20 seven peace I give unto you not as the world giveth I unto thee uh, let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid uh, it's not just peace for yesterday and it's not just peace for today uh, but thank God it's peace for the past uh, and it's peace for the present uh, but it'll be peace for the future amen uh, I'm telling you one of these days uh, uh, I, my faith is going to end in sight uh, uh, but the peace that I feel right now uh, thank God I'll feel it through all eternity amen and so it is is a permanent uh, peace this morning Uh, and I want to preach a few minutes on that subject on peace, peace uh, wonderful peace this morning Uh, I'm glad I can say uh, uh, there is peace for me and there is peace for you Uh, and if you're here lost sinner you've heard the gospel, you've heard about Calvary you've heard about the great shepherd uh, and God is telling you this morning uh, if you want peace uh, uh, thank God you'll find it in the Lord Jesus Christ at the foot of the cross, Amen. Notice with me here three things about these three statements. I would say first of all that there is peace to the worried this morning, Amen. Look at verse number nineteen. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were, where the disciples were assembled. Notice this: for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. I notice first of all the timing of this text here that it was the same day at evening being the first day of the week so it's evening time on the first day of the week it is Sunday afternoon and Jesus shows up on a Sunday afternoon it is the first Sunday afternoon since the at the resurrection and Christ is coming with a message and we see the timing of this text and then we notice the trouble of the text the Bible said that when they were, the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews. Uh, You see the disciples in a time uh, when they should have been strong and in a time uh, when they should have been faithful and they should have took good courage uh, you know what they've done? Uh, Jesus has been crucified. uh, uh, They have been dispersed uh, but now they have come together but they're not meeting openly but now they have shut the doors. Why? Because fear has caused them to shut the doors. Uh, uh, They're fearing man uh, for fear of the Jews Uh, and it would have been easy for Jesus to have went in and to have rebuked them Uh, he could have went in and spoke about their lack of courage uh, their lack of faith uh, their lack of uh, or their unfaithfulness Uh, but you know what he does Uh, instead of bringing a rebuke uh, he brought peace amen Uh, he knew what they were made of Uh, I'm glad I can say this morning uh, he knows that we're but dust Uh, he knows our frame Uh, I'm telling you listen none of us are strong within ourselves we all know what it is to have fear but I'm glad that God knows how to give peace in the midst of our fear this morning amen you see you don't have to live under the burden of worry you can live free from worry this morning you know worry is a sin can I get an amen right there he said be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. Hey when Paul wrote that in Philippians chapter 4 you know where he was at. He was in a prison cell and Paul said be careful don't worry for nothing hey, amen don't be anxious about anything here Paul is literally just let down in a dungeon a hole but Paul's got peace in that same chapter he talks about the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord I'm glad that God knows how to give peace when our heart is troubled we don't have to live in worry we can live in peace this morning and in this text they were troubled but Jesus had a word of peace you know if you're troubled this morning God has a word of peace for you and I see the truth the Bible says then came Jesus and stood in the midst And saith unto them, peace be unto you. You have the living word and you have the spoken word in this text here. Christ, the very embodiment of truth, uh, he speaks truth to them. Uh, Jesus said, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth, uh, and the very words of Christ is truth. Isn't that right this morning? Uh, And so Jesus spoke the truth. uh, And the truth is is that when you're worried uh, and when worry has gripped your soul, listen, you don't have to live in that, you don't have to shut the door and hide. But thank God you can have peace Amen God knows how to give peace this morning To those who are worried If you're worried You ought to take your worry this morning Put it on an altar And trade it for peace Brother Gravely don't you ever get worried Oh sure I do But I don't want to live In that yo-yo of worry this morning I don't want to live my life every day worrying. You know, there's a thousand things to worry about. Can I get an amen right there? And if you don't have any, all you got to do is go around and ask enough Baptists how they're doing, they'll give you something to worry about. Or if you don't have anything to worry about, pick the newspaper up or, or read an email or, or go watch about five minutes of, uh, of Fox Mutant News. I would tell you, but you know, they're all one big liberal outfit when it comes to the end. But you could watch the news for five minutes. Man, you'll start thinking about things you hadn't thought about in two weeks. You know that. I'll tell you the opposite of that is if you want to live that way, live that way. Just, just keep reading the papers. Just keep watching the news. Just keep hanging around people that is all the time worried about something. You'll live worried. So preacher, I don't want to live that way. How can I overcome that? I'll tell you there's a book right here and if you'll open it, you know what? Every time you're worried if you'll open this book, you know what it is? It's the same thing I just read to you in that verse. He spoke the word and we have the written word. Amen. Yes. I'll tell you this written word will speak to us just like the living word spoke to them. And I want to tell you, it's just as much truth. I'm telling you, this book is as true as the words that Jesus spoke because it's his word this morning. And if you want to live free from peace, i tell you what to do. Live in the word of God. Memorize the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. It'll speak peace unto your soul when it's worried, amen. That's why the psalmist said, what time I am afraid. There's only a time that he was afraid. At what time I'm afraid. He said, I'll trust in thee. You see, if you dwell on worry and you trust worry, you'll stay worried. But if you'll trust in him this morning, Thank God there'll be peace to the word, And then there's peace to the worker this morning Look what he said in verse 21 Then said Jesus to them again Peace be unto you As my uh, my Father has sent me Even so send I you You know what I like about verse 21 and 22 Is that you see Jesus in verse 21 Then said Jesus uh, And then you see the Father in verse 21 As he said as my Father has sent me Even so send I you And then you see the Holy Ghost in verse 22 as he said receive ye the Holy Ghost Uh, and Jesus gives peace uh, to the worker this morning uh, as he mentions the Father and the Son and the Spirit uh, peace uh, is to them that are being sent Uh, as my Father has sent me he said even so send I you I'm telling you this morning if you're living for God and you're working for God uh, you just keep on uh, uh, keeping on you just keep on being faithful there's peace to those who are laboring this morning Uh, there's peace to those Knows who are working, I, I'm glad he knows how to give peace I, when you're working for him this morning. Can I stop and show you this? We got a lot of lazy church people today. I'm not just talking about here. I'm talking about everywhere. Amen? Uh, people that, uh, listen, uh, you know, uh, you say, well, how, how do you know when people are lazy? Because they'll complain. Can I get an amen right there? Well, we're having a great time now, ain't we? I mean, when you're busy, you don't have time to complain. Is that right? I remember when I was growing up as a child, and I bet many of you can identify with this, uh, if you complained at our house, you just got more work. Can I get a witness right there? I mean, if you went outside and had to cut the yard, uh, uh, listen, you started complaining about it, uh, you'd get a whipping for complaining, uh, and then you just got more work on top of that, uh, and so you just learned to stay busy, but the more busy you was, uh, I I mean, I remember my dad would say, listen, you need to do this and do that and do that, then you can go play ball, or then you can go ride your bike, uh, but you're not Going to do that until all this is done. You know what? You just be busy working, trying to get that work done, so you could go get the, so you could go enjoy the rest of the afternoon. You say, what did it do? It kept you from sitting around complaining. Is what it did. I'm telling you, when you're busy serving God, you don't have time to complain. And Jesus said, I'll give you peace if you'll just go forth and do what I've asked you to do. The happiest people I've ever met in my life. And I'm talking about saving people. The happiest, or should I say the most joyful people that I've ever met in my life were people that were involved in the work of God. And you know, you don't have to have a title to be involved. Some people think they can never be involved until they get a badge or a title or some position. If that's all the work of God is to you, then I pray you never get any of those things. I pray that you never get a title, you never get a badge, you you never get a, a position. You say, brother, gravity. That's a heart. No, that's a good thing to say because if that's all the work of God is to you, you're just going to fill a spot and take up space. Amen. I'm telling you, if the work of God is serving Jesus Christ uh, every day of your life, everywhere that you go, it doesn't matter if you're at the grocery store, you can be involved in the work of God. It doesn't matter if you're down at, at pumping gas at a gas station. Uh, you never know who God's going to put in your path. Uh, We don't need a title. Can I get a witness right there? It's not about recognition. It's not even about reward. I'll tell you, it's about the fact that we're saved by the grace of God. We've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And we got an opportunity to tell others what Jesus has done for us. And the Lord said, if you'll go, he said, I'll give you peace. If you'll serve me, I'll give you peace. I'm telling you, you may not have a lot of money. And you may not have a lot of things. Hey, you may not have a lot under the tree. A big deal about. that. Uh, If you can peel your head tonight uh, and have the peace of God and know that you're in the center of the will of God, uh, you ought to thank God 10,000 times over that you're in the center of God's perfect will for your life. You know, the will of God does not have to be what I want it to be or what I think it should be. But when you're in the will of God, you'll have peace. I asked a man a question about two years ago. I said, when you made this transition from this place to this place, I said, how was life for you? I said, did you miss that and did you regret that? I said, you know, I just wanted to know he made such a big change in his life and I'll never forget what he told me. He said, well, Brother Gravely, I'll tell you this. He said, do I miss things about this or that? Of course I do. But here's what he told me. He said, but I can tell you something. He said, there is no peace like the peace you feel when you're in the center of God's perfect will. And he said, it doesn't matter if I'm in Africa or America as long as I'm in the center of God's perfect will. I'm going to tell you something this morning, friend. One of the greatest gifts we've got after being saved is being right where God put us. Don't let the devil ever get you out of that because there's peace to the worried. There's peace to the worker. Then look at verse number 26. There's peace to the weak. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus The doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. If you look back at verse 24, you see the absentee. Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. He missed out on those first two pieces. And we see the announcement, the other disciples in verse number 25. Therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord. But he said, except I shall see his hands See in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger in the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Notice that apprehension. But here is the assembly. They come together again in verse 26. On the eight, eight days again, his disciples were with him, and Thomas, this time, he showed up. He missed church last Sunday, but he showed up this Sunday. The Lord showed up last Sunday. And he shows up this Sunday. You know why you should always show up to church and you're here on Christmas Eve? I commend you for that. Because the Lord goes to church. Amen. Amen. I'm not talking about people ain't physically able to go to church. I'm talking about if you're well-bodied and able, you ought to go to church because the Lord goes to church. Thomas, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know where he was at. <clears throat> Just like some people, you don't know what they're doing and where they're at. On some Sundays, I had no idea where Thomas was at and what he was doing, but he showed up this, uh, this second Sunday, and I'm glad the Lord didn't leave him out. Uh, uh, they start telling him, hey, we've seen the Lord. Uh, he said, well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not believing that unless I see it for myself. Uh, I'm not taking you, I'm not taking any of y'all's words. Uh, I'm not have to see it for myself Myself. Uh, well, I tell you, Jesus shows up in verse number 26, uh, and Thomas is there uh, and notice the Savior in verse 27. Then saith he to, after Jesus says, peace unto him, then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Uh, I mean, Jesus speaks directly to Thomas. Uh, he had peace for this crowd on this one Sunday. But he shows up this second Sunday and he says, Thomas, you're weak. Uh, you don't have the faith that these others have. Uh, but I'm not going to write you off. And I'm not going to give up on you. I'm glad God don't give up on us when we're weak. Uh, I'm glad he don't give up on us when we're doubting. Uh, I'm glad he don't give up on us when we're faithless. Amen. Uh, I'm telling you, you, said, Lord, he said, Thomas, I've got peace for you too. Amen. Amen. See, sometimes I've been like Thomas, that and you. But I'm glad God don't give up on us. There's peace to the weak. I see the Savior. I see, listen, I I see Thomas. I see his statement in verse 28. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. You know what's interesting about verse 28 is seeing Jesus was enough for Thomas. He didn't have to touch him. Seeing him was enough. You know, one of these days we're going to see Jesus. And seeing him, guess what? It's going to be enough. For every weakness, for every worry, for every trial, for every trouble, for every heartache, for every hilltop, uh, for every heartbreak, uh, for everything that we've ever went through, when we see Christ, uh, when we see Jesus one of these days, uh, I'll tell you it'll be a blessing to touch him. Uh, I won't have to be a blessing to talk to him. Uh, I will to tell you, my friend, one look at his face, uh, and it'll be worth every mile. Uh, it'll be worth every trial. Uh, it'll be worth every valley. Seeing Jesus is going to be enough. Hallelujah. I see here not only a statement But look at his sermon in verse number 29 Jesus saith unto him Thomas because thou hast seen me thou hast believed I love this verse Blessed are they that have not seen And yet have believed If you believe in Jesus Christ this morning with all your heart Right there is where you're at this morning Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. I'm going to tell you this morning, Say, so said, Brother Gravely, how do you know God's real? I can say along with everybody else in this church because I feel peace in my soul, a peace the world cannot give this morning. And dear sinner, we're going to give an invitation this morning. You've heard enough gospel in this service on this Christmas Eve to save a whole generation of people. You know, it'd be bad to go to hell any day of the year. And it'd be bad to go to hell from anywhere in this world. But I can't think of any place that'd be worse and any time worse to go to hell from than America sitting on a pew in a Baptist church hearing the gospel on Christmas Eve If you're lost without God and you don't get saved, that'll bear on your conscience throughout all eternity. But I want to tell you this morning, I've got some good news for you. You've heard one good, good news after another. You've heard about redemption. You've heard about Calvary this morning. You've heard about a shepherd. You've heard about peace that only Christ can give. You know, the greatest gift you'll ever receive is the gift of salvation. That thief didn't have anything when he left this world, not even the clothes on his back. And stealing never got him nowhere but to a cross. But hanging on Calvary, he found everything that he ever longed for, everything he ever needed. He found it in Jesus. I wonder this morning as we stand, our heads are about, eyes are closed, Christians are praying. How about it, sinner? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to be saved this morning? Wouldn't you like to have that peace, that that wonderful peace that only comes from above? If you're here this morning and you're not saved, I want to invite you to come to this altar. If you're a lady, there'll be some lady come down here and pray with you. If you're a man, there'll be a man come down here and pray with you. We'll take our Bible and tell you how to be saved. I wonder if there's somebody here to say, Brother Gravely, I'm not saved. Will you pray for me? Would you lift your hand so I could pray for you this morning? Would you be so honest before God in this congregation to say, Pray for me? I'm not saved. I'm not saved. How about it this morning, sinner? Don't die without Jesus. Don't turn him away. If the Holy Ghost is speaking to your heart right now, you need to come. Ma'am, you need to come this morning. You need to come. You need to turn loose of that pew and come. That conviction is all over your face this morning. Why don't you come? Your countenance is witnessing against you. Why don't you come? You don't want to go to hell without God. You could be saved this morning. And I wonder this morning if you're saved, if you need to come to this altar, you'll know the Holy Spirit speaks to you. You come if you need to come. But we're going to see... This old hymn, and while we sing, if you're lost, would you come?